following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation. Football talk for fans by fans right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me for a What If Monday, Mr. Andrew Lenz. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. going to say that uh, still a little hurt. After that 1986 retro draft, but hey, you'll get over it. There's no, there's no friends in fantasy football. I guess no. no it's, no. it's, it's I real. To, it's that. real to me. Damn it! <laughs> I had to win. Like I had, I had to win. Like this is, it's an enormous, it's a pride thing at this point. I won twice last week, or no, two. Well, it's two weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, I won twice that week. Trivia. And retro fantasy, so I'm oh. a double champion. I noticed though that we've never had back to back in fantasy. No, that's a good thing. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I mean, it's still early on, right? We're only a couple couple weeks, about a month into this, into the fan, retro fantasy. So there's definitely still time for that. But yeah. none of that. I really want to get a guest to to win trivia too. That would be cool. You did. You had Jacoby. <laughs> yeah, that's technically true. That is technically true. Uh, but speaking of retro fantasy, this guy was a fantasy stud back in the 90s. And we are doing a what if on Barry Sanders. Correct, Amundo. Yeah, nice. we actually just did our NFL history episode on him uh, several weeks ago last month. Earlier this month, I don't know how what date this is yeah, dropping, I, um, but we just did. We very recently did a Barry Sanders NFL history episode, so I was like, okay, this is uh pretty cool. All right, it should be a fun one. Uh, Andrew actually encouraged this one, which is a lot of fun. So, because uh, I think there's a really great one in there. I think this could be one of our bigger episodes. Um, you know, as far as what content could be. There's a nice, nice size rabbit hole here. Uh, and, you know, if it, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, if you all listen to the episode or if you've been an NFL fan over the last third, whatever, 20, 30 years, you know how the Barry Sanders story ended. He retired early at the age of 30 and uh, had a whole issue with the lions. And, uh, And that was kind of the end of his career. There were some other things that could have been done. Barry wanted to trade. Detroit would not trade him. They took him to court over the signing bonus, the guaranteed money. And, uh, and here we are, but it leaves the room. It leaves a lot of room for uh, the potential, the possibility of what if the Detroit lions had traded Barry Sanders in 1999. Now his last full year was 88. 99 was that, that year that he quietly disappeared. Yeah, 98. 
So um, that is where our story begins. So Andrew, you actually had done, as far as research goes, you looked into two teams that really, really were interested in, in Barry Sanders and granted, Listen, unless you had a top five running back in 1999 or, you know, between 99 and 01, I don't think it, you were crazy if you didn't want Barry Sanders on your team. Oh, yeah. Uh, the one that I remember the most is Washington. Washington wanted him. I think Daniel Snyder just took over. So that tells you how long ago this was. And Daniel Steyer obviously was making, made a couple of splashes with free agency signings later on in, I believe, 2000. But it seemed like Washington, this was going to be the destination for him. Then I find out while doing the Barry Sanders research for our NFL history episode, the Dolphins had also some sort of deal in place for him to go there. Hmm. And I'm guessing both of these are, I know from what they say from the dolphins, no details. See, I wish they would just give out details. Sometimes I just want details on this stuff. Like the John Elway supposed uh, uh, trade to the Raiders. There, there's details behind it of what the conditions were. But on this one, there is no details. And all they give you detail-wise is that it's a Herschel Walker-type trade. Hmm. So, which is kind of weird in 99, considering that there's free agency. And that's the way I'm clicking in my, in, in my head. Even though we've seen teams like the Rams, the Eagles, Washington give up tons of draft picks for to draft to draft a player it just seemed kind of odd for me but there's no details and i really want i really wanted details on what they would give up so my first thing with this is that i wanted to go over with you is what would we give up not for uh, for barry sanders so what would we give up and what do you think would make Detroit say, yeah, what I would let's, give up. Let's, let's do that. Cause I think if we're going to go down a rabbit hole, I think we're going to know what we, we got to play a little makeshift GM here. That's fun. That's that is fine with me. Cause um, that way when we look at drafts and everything, we know where these where the, where the potential how the Lions could turn into a dynasty. I know that should never be, has probably never been said in the same sentence, but. All right. So to to trade him, I think you have to go by his 1998 stats first and foremost, which were superb show that there was still a lot of value in him. I think I'd have to get at least two first rounds for Barry Sanders at that time at the very least two first rounders. Um, or I do a first and a second. I think you All could right. probably get away with a first and a conditional second. Okay. Yeah. I I'd say first and a conditional second, or at least a first in the, 
that year's upcoming year's draft first yeah. the following year draft and then probably a player i mean this is massive and i get it like player trades you know happen all the time but this is a matthew stafford-esque trade right currently i know people are a lot more desperate now than then <laughs> you know what? I can't say that, you know, people would make crazy trades now because they did make it back in the day, the Herschel Walker trade and, and uh, Ricky Williams and, and all, all sorts of crazy wild things. But, um, but I would have to at least get a first and a second out of it. Probably first and a first. That, that's probably what, if I'm doing this, if I'm the Detroit Lions, I have to get two first rounders out of it and a player. Where's your head at? My head is at the same thing, but like I said, I, I if if I'm doing this, I'm going conditional because he's already kind of retired. So I would go like a conditional that we make the playoffs or we make it to a certain spot, kind of like the Brett Favre uh, Jets trade, where we gotta we gotta produce for you to get that second second. I would have no problem giving up a first for Barry Sanders and a player. But to get that second, second round pick, I'm thinking you got to give me something that's going to make playoffs or at least a championship game. And that's where I get that conditional second from. Okay. I just, I mean, I get the retirement thing, but man, Detroit was like, I feel like you got to move hell in high water just to kind of get. Is that the phrase? Is that your phrase? Yeah. Whatever it is. Like they they expected Barry to retire with them as a lion. And it's just it's a lot of sour grapes. It's it's kind of like what people were looking for, like what Houston was looking for to move the Sean Watson mm-hmm. last, you know, last year before everything started going away, right? At least probably three first rounders. Like that sort of stuff. It's it's crazy. It's honestly crazy. But I think that's what they'd be want. They'd have to do. They'd really have to do. Detroit's a stingy team, historically stingy team. We we are well aware of that. We know that. Um, we've seen now their treatment of Calvin Johnson. We've seen their treatment yeah. with a lot of things. And uh, I, I think that it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be a ton to, to move off of Barry Sanders. You got to think too, because if you move away from Barry Sanders. All right. They have nobody at this time. There's literally nobody. You want to have a star player on your squad for Jersey sales. Cause I, I believe that Detroit would get a portion of Jersey sales from a financial standpoint. I know there's profit sharing, right? They, they do the pro, whole profit sharing thing. Um, but Detroit as a business, you still want to make money off of these games. And if you lose Barry Sanders, which I mean, they were going to anyways, but if you lose him to another team, Oh, and somebody else is profiting off of Barry. I feel like they're like, like Detroit is that petty where they're like, oh, we can't let somebody else make money off of him. That's I really, truly believe that that's that that was partially in their mindset to not let him go and be free. Yeah, because we could even do we could even do this with Kelvin Johnson to the Raiders because I remember that was a big rumor at one point. Shoot, let's do let's do that. I mean, we got a long off season, my man. We could definitely do that. <laughs> but like you said, his last season uh, is ninety eight. 
he did and it's a huge drop off when you talk about uh stats wise so he ran for almost i'll say 1500 yards he was nine yards short next year's detroit leading runner was greg hill and he ran for 542 yards so i'm guessing that that's a huge drop off i don't even think detroit's total team rushing that yeah their total team in rushing that even equal what he did in 98 before he left that is bad yeah so, i just yeah yeah it's it's one of those things so let's so, pick a team and run with it what uh, we could do we could do washington and miami today but let's start off with Washington for the first part of this. Okay, so we got Washington in 1998. This thing ever loads. My computer's being extra slow today. Love it. Gotta love it. Stupid updates. Um, oh, this is fun. All right. So in 1999, they did, did end up going 10 and 6. In 1998, they were 6 and 10. Okay, so they needed some they needed some help. They needed some help. If I'm the Washington Redskins in nineteen ninety-eight, all right, this computer sucks. Oh wait, we got it, we got it. The load, oh, we closed out. Okay. Um I would want, I would definitely want, you know, a, a piece of that Barry Sanders pie. Especially if I'm Dan Snyder, I'm just taking over. Like you said, he just he, 1999 was his first season uh, being the guy. So of course, I want a piece of the pie. If I if I'm going to take over a team, I want to be a part of the biggest trade deal, you know, in my team's history and get the great Barry Sanders on my squad. But let's look at let's look at who they had at rushing. It's not good. <laughs> All right, their top their top three rushers that year, 1998, Terry Allen who had 700 yards and two touchdowns. He played in 10 games. All right. Skip Hicks. All right. Remember Skip Hicks? I I don't. Of course you do. (laughs) I remember getting his cards. (laughs) Um, 433 rushing yards, eight touchdowns. And then Trent Green was their number, uh, their, their next one. Trent Green was their next rusher with 117 yards and two touchdowns. All right. I forgot about the Trent Green thing in uh, Washington. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of Washington fans would like to forget that too. Um, yeah. So this is where Washington stood. And it was, I mean, it was bad. They did a nice flip in 99, a real nice flip with it. They got uh, Stephen Davis. All right. He, he exploded. He exploded. He was nothing in, uh, in 1998. And he came back, he put together three straight 1,000-plus yard seasons. 99 was great for him. I mean, that, you, that there's no way you know that, though, right, going into the season. So, of course, if you add like a guy like Barry Sanders who opens things up for this offense, I like their odds. They won the AFC or NFC East. And how sweet would this have been? Their wild card round game was against Detroit, and they beat them. <laughs> If you have Barry Sanders, I think that's a pretty big deal. Also, 
their divisional round. They lost to Tampa Bay, who has a pretty good run defense, good, really good defense overall. <sighs> Barry Sanders could be the difference in that. Could be. I'm okay. I I fast forward to that ninety nine draft. That's the Ricky Williams draft. That's so correct. They don't have a first round pick. Mm. So there's no champ Bailey. So that does complicate things. That complicates a lot of things. There's no champ Bailey on that defense. Let's see. He, Cause I mean, my memory doesn't always work, but I do believe Champ was like really good right out the gate. Yeah, he had five INTs for them. And you don't pair him up with Daryl with uh Daryl Green. So they do lose a huge, a huge bet. Yeah. So their first round pick in ninety nine was Champ Bailey. Yep. They drafted, they were actually in the fifth spot. So, maybe Ricky Williams to the Saints just doesn't happen either. And Ricky Williams is a Detroit Lion, but we'll go down that path in a little bit. Yeah. So, in 99... I don't know if they get, maybe they don't get hurt that much. Huh. I mean, it is Champ Bailey, though. They were known that that defense was a pretty big foundation for them. Yeah. And that was early 2000s, especially when you look at Sean Taylor and some of the other pieces that happened, you know, with, with the return of, you know, Joe Gibbs eventually. It, it it does you know that the defense they become well they come, become way more known for their defensive play than they do their offense at that time. So that, think, it, it will hurt them, but man, to have a guy like Barry Sanders, that's so hard because I watch Barry in playoff games get like no yardage, right? And that Tampa Bay defense led by Tony Dungy was so damn good that year. I mean, they held the greatest show on turf. To 11 points and almost beat them in that championship game. Probably should have beat them in that championship game. Right. So I don't see. I see this happening the way that it is. Because as much as I love Brad Johnson, who had a pretty decent year that year. I still don't see them overcoming that that Tampa Bay defense. Because I think North Turner is also a terrible head coach, but a great offensive coordinator. Hmm. I don't see any changes in, in 99. As for how Washington is, I mean. That yeah. Tampa, it's so hard because Tampa Bay was just so good. 
with like their defense. You talk about a defense that just drove a team. That was the 99 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, right. Sean King almost led a comeback against the greatest show on turf. Yeah, I difference probably not. I, I still think it's it's a legit possibility that it happens though if Detroit is willing to do it. Because, like you said before, I think before we went on air, this was this was a big thing for Washington at the time is collecting the old players. This is literally like watching the Incredibles, right? Right? Like the the, the heroes coming out of retirement, basically these old heroes to save the day. That's basically what it you know what it was so man as cool as i think it was it might have been a hor- just a horizontal move for him. i mean they would have been contenders for i mean the first parts of of the 2000s but you make a good point is is it really enough to i don't know if washington is just a running a really good running clearly they're not it's just a you know they're not a, a run, just a running back away if that, you know, if, if they're, uh, if Steven Davis doesn't, you know, is that good, puts together that good of a season, there's really not, I mean, to have it, that's taken away reps from Barry Sanders, you're not going to trade all that draft capital away. So we could probably throw the red, uh, the Redskins one out, of the, out in the trash. Yeah. Cause this one right here, I looked at the box score for that game. The the big score for the Redskins was a 100 yard kickoff return by Brian Mitchell. The and the rushing stats were uh, Stephen Davis had 17 carries for 37 yards and his longest was 12 yards. This looks like they keyed in and said Brad Johnson is going to have to beat us. Because Brad Johnson only threw for 149 yards. Yeah. And this is a top of it. A lot of people talk about that, what, 2003, 2002 Tampa Bay defense? This one was, this one was damn good. Uh, yeah, see, I don't, I don't see it. 2000? Because I think he sticks around until at least 2001, no matter what team he's with. Uh, 2000, you're kind of losing some a little bit. I think if you keep Steven Davis, maybe that helps a little bit because now Barry can kind of rest. And as far as I know, he's never had that in his career. Yeah, I, I don't think he'd be happy, and I don't think it works out in Washington. I really don't. I think there's just too much, too much uncertainty. It literally is a lateral move. It, it it's a hundred percent is a lateral move, and does not do him any favors. Washington, as good as it was at that time, and I know I'm trying to justify it here, but there's a lot of uncertainty, right? Because we do know, mm-hmm. right? He goes and gets all these old players, right? The Bruce Smith and and Andre Reed and Deion Sanders, and these guys who've been in the NFL for a considerable amount of time, as cool as it is, uh, you know, it, it, it's if I'm Barry, I'm I'm not 
caring. I, I just, I'm, I'm not interested. I feel he might get paid really good, but at this point he can get all the money he wants in Detroit. He wants a ring yeah. and Washington is, is, is good as it is, is, you know, as winning as it is. And not, well, like I said, it wasn't in 98, but 99 as good as it ends up being, this team is more than a running back, just a running back away. No, not, not running into that Tampa Bay team. If they were playing any other team than Tampa Bay or the Rams, I'd say they probably got it. But Tampa Bay was just, I'm sorry. I might sound like, I, it, I have family that live in Tampa, but might be a little bit of that Tampa Homer on that side on, on there. But that that defense was just monstrous. 2001 yeah i think they just kind of stay the same eight and eight and this was 2001 was just horrible that was the jeff george and then they brought in marty schottenheimer for a year this should have been like this just goes to show you how disastrous this team was ran that's even if he lasts he's probably out after 2000 Dealing with Daniel Snyder. Right, which is never uh never great. I had high hopes for this one. I know. Because- I know. I did too. I wanted like I, I I really wanted to believe it, you know, for, for Washington, a team was they really <laughs> had nothing, but oh my goodness. Because what they're nine, they're eight years removed from a Super Bowl in ninety eight. Um man. I feel bad. Poor Washington. I know, right? You got a shitty name now. Um, <laughs> even if Barry Sanders was traded to your team, you still, still are just not good. Not good. Yeah. So, all right. So we can throw that one out of the trash. All right. That was one of the heavies from yeah. once. Let's, Let's take a look at the your Miami Dolphins then, who in 1998, this is a promising move for Barry Sanders. 1998, your Miami Dolphins finished 10 and 6, second in the, A, uh, the AFC East. All right. And their running back game, which we knew was not all that great, um, led by Kareem Abdul Jabbar, 960 yards, six touchdowns, followed by John Avery, 503 yards and two touchdowns. And then Dan Marino, negative three and one touchdown. <laughs> Those are your leading rushers. Those are your top three leading rushers. Kareem, those bring me back. John Avery, don't it? Oh, my goodness. But, I mean, yeah, that's a cool touchdown number, but um, the, but Barry Sanders is a difference here, right? The, what's the biggest thing? You and I and, and just about anybody with a brain uh, has ever said about what, you know, what, the Dolphins did for Marino versus what the Bills did for Kelly. They, game. They, they did not put a team around him. The run game, right. That was the most important one because all that time there was decent running backs here and there, but man, nothing was ever close to what the Bills put around Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas, uh, Kenneth Dixon, Davis, Davis. I always get that one mixed up. Um, Davis wasn't like anything special, but you know, we Thurman was great. Marino never had that. No. Marino never ever had that. If oh, wait, you make he, that move to put Barry Sanders on this team, 
you you know a, a super to with Marino and Sanders together. Oh my God! I know that Jimmy Johnson tried to take the ball out of Marino's hands. Right, that was that was the that was the big thing. He he, he wanted this to to do the run game a little bit more, and this you know became a, a huge issue between the two of them. Um, and I know Marino did get hurt as well in that last season for a bit. Oof, I did not know that. Um, but oh, well, Marino was only played in eleven games that that year, ninety nine. Yeah, he was. I forget about that. That stinks, but regardless, you still have that move <laughs> happening. I still think that's hindsight twenty twenty. Like how bad the running game was in ninety in, in ninety nine. JJ Johnson, five hundred and fifty eight rushing yards, four touchdowns. He was your number one running back. Cecil Collins, one hundred and thirty one attempts, four hundred and fourteen yards, two touchdowns. Kareem Abdul Jabbar went from nine hundred or whatever was it nine hundred something yards to ninety five yards in one touchdown in three games. See, he got hurt. Barry Sanders is a difference maker. All right. You're, I know maybe the offensive line is a little, you know, aged because obviously there's some issues there. Um, but I do like the potential of Barry in, in Miami in 99. And who, how could you not want to play f- for a warm weather team? Right. I, I don't, I think Detroit was still a dome back then. Right. Were, were they still a dome or were they open air? No, they were a dome. They've they always dome. been, or they've been a dome for years. Okay. So I think this one's a little bit different as far as what as far as, okay, you make the trade for Barry. And I think that player that goes away is a cream Abdul Jabbar. Because why would you need him? And Cecil, the diesel should have been more, but he got off the field issues. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so you got 38-year-old Dan Marino at this point. 99, you make this trade. You add in Barry. I think Marino maybe is more inclined to say, I don't think he's so much where he's like, yeah, I I don't want to throw the ball all the time. But when you have a Barry Sanders, I'm hoping (laughs) that the ego doesn't get in the way. where he's like, I'm still going to throw, but maybe with a Barry Sanders, it eases it to go, okay, now I have it. And when you have a threat like Barry Sanders, you can kind of talk and see, you know, this is going to open things up. Right. Because Marino, Marino even today still says he can still launch a ball and throw 62 touchdowns a year. So I think even at 38, you're bringing guys up to the line of scrimmage with Barry. Marino is still going to throw, and he's still going to, you know. Right, it mixes up the defense, the defensive looks. Yeah. It it, it definitely, it it just helps everything. We talked about this with, you know, we talked about this a a ton. We talked about this with, um, you know, uh, the run sets of the past, passes up the run, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If defenses see that you're going up against Dan Marino and Barry Sanders, what the hell do you do? <laughs> right? Yeah. How do you cover this thing? How do you run defense against this thing? That is he that is, Barry never had a quarterback that was like threatening enough where they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep some guys back and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try and mix up this defense where okay, we're prepared for a pass, but like 
if you're going up against Barry Sanders and Dan Marino and, you know, who, who else we got here as far as there's no wide, there's OJ McDuffie, OJ McDuffie, right? (laughs) OJ McDuffie and everybody else. Oh, Tony Martin. Okay. At this time period, Tony Martin was pretty good. And Aronde Gadsden. Marino could make the best out of it. I think he's one of the few quarterbacks can make the best out of any receiver he gets in this way. You could probably prop up the 99 Dolphins. Super Bowl run? No, it's no, actually, you know what? I don't think it's all that far fetched. I, the only, maybe it cushions that, I can't even say it that. Cushion that Jaguars loss? Yeah, there you go. We just did that. That was one of our trivia questions uh, the, the week I won. That was shit was crazy. I didn't realize that the only teams that, that Jacksonville lost to all season long was, was Tennessee that year. They were legit the number one seed, fit like 14 and two or whatever it was. Yeah. And they only they lost to Tennessee. But I don't know. I, I just, I still think it, I mean, Jacksonville was that good of a team, but. I, it, it keeps yeah. that it keeps that defense honest. If if Miami has the mix, it keeps that the team honest. That was another great defensive team. Yeah, ninety nine Jaguars. Ooh, sure. See, this is where. Oh, okay. This was before Stroud and who was the other guy in the middle? Henderson. Okay, so that was before them. Jeez, this was a loaded team. But here's the positive thing, all right? So it doesn't just stop at Dan Marino, right? Maybe Dan Marino finally makes it, maybe. And this is, it's a big maybe. But Barry is potential. You know, the 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 the, the idea of Barry being with Marino is a is a a dream fest, right? The idea of that. And you got Jimmy Johnson as right. your head coach. So Jimmy Johnson is going to come up with something. Barry Sanders, or I'm sorry, Emmett Smith ask with when it comes to his offense that he is going to try and work that in. I think this turns more into say like your nine, your late '80s, early '90s Dallas Cowboys, where we're not going to throw a whole lot like he wanted to do we're going to run and now you got a proven commodity to run the ball just yeah. run 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 pound you into the ground and now you got Dan Marino where once like I said before you got all those guys once we pull you up we're going to hit you deep and if you pull back we can run or we can hit you with like quick slants and stuff of that nature so it does make it a lot more deadlier. I don't think they're nine and seven. Definitely not. Um, maybe they pick up a couple more wins, like you know these the close games against the Jets and the Colts. So this is probably an eleven and five, ten and six team at this point, and not nine and seven. Three seed. You got a. Pre- it's a pretty nice route to. The AFC Championship game. If mm-hmm. I think if you're that high, I'd have to take a look at what the playoff bracket was, but um, but it was legitimately Jacksonville, 
And I know Tennessee edged out Buffalo, but you'd probably be on Tennessee's side of things. That's what I'm that's what I'm gathering. Um, I should probably look at playoff bracket, but regard like I said, it just it just makes things a little bit better. But even beyond the Marino season, right? They I know you lose Marino, 2000, you get um that year with Jay Fiedler, who doesn't really have the best statistical year, but this team is 11, five, 11 and five, uh, which is crazy that it took that big of a step up, right? Uh, amongst everything. Yeah. And, you know, the, yeah, they get, they get blinked by the Raiders in the divisional round, but there's just, there's a lot there. I, I feel like there's, there's something there for Barry to offer. Actually, I don't even know. See, now that I, that I look at this one, I know like the 99th season is cool, but, after Marino retires, unless he wants to come back another year. I think he comes back. You think he would come back? I think he would come back. Maybe in some way. Because this seems like a lateral move, too. Like, oh, shoot, we go to a team who just downgraded severely at quarterback from Marino to Fiedler, and, oh, God, we're dependent on the running backs again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know that, again, hindsight is twenty twenty in that regard, but I I think now that I'm looking at this picture of the NFL, as we're talking about lateral moves, is this is such a changing of the guard in the NFL. Because Marinos are getting older. The Elways are getting older. uh, All those guys are getting older, and you're starting to see, you know, Manning, and all the other younger guys and all these teams that were horrible in the nineties coming up Buccaneers Rams coming into play. So unless he goes to maybe one of those teams, Rams or bucks. Well, I'm one of those types of teams. Oh, I see. Well, let, let's yeah. let me take a look at. So let's go to that. Let's go to the. That's that's the only thing that I, because looking at, I, I looked at the '99 playoff bracket. You got Jacksonville was number one. Indianapolis was number two. Uh, Seattle yeah. was number three. Uh, Buffalo was five, or I'm sorry, Tennessee is four. Buffalo is five. Miami six. So Miami and Buffalo are fading. And Miami's just hanging on, like like what you said, like in 2000. Jacksonville's an up-and-coming team. Tennessee's an up-and-coming team. Seattle's just kind of there. Oh, no, they're up-and-coming because this is Mike Holmgren's, like one of his first years. Yeah, but it takes them a little while to get really yeah. find their groove. And then you got Indianapolis. Okay, to kind of toot your team's horn there. I mean, they had. Yeah, but they have Edron James at this time. They just got a rookie Edron James. They're coming off of having Marshall Falk. There's, you know, it's it's a lot of that. I mean, honestly, in 99, what about Buffalo? Like, right? I mean, what about Buffalo? What's their rushing game looking like at this time? This is their, you know, and. That's not good. I think Barry and Buffalo is probably the, the you know, and I know we're not going to go deep dive on this thing, but I don't think he even goes there. You don't think so? 
That's a spot. That's a spot for him. That's that's a that put that is a team. So if we look at this record and, and look at what this is, and you know how much I care for the Buffalo Bills, but that's a team that's a running back away from doing something in the postseason. Oh. All because of the Tennessee game. Not just that. Not just that. I don't think he goes here. Maybe he does because Thurman is still there. Thurman's aged. He's banged up. He's banged up. Their leading rusher was Jonathan Linton in 99. 695 yards. He did have Antoine Smith, um, of course, too. But, I mean, look at – I mean, their wide receiver room is is fine. They have Eric Moulds, Peerless Price. You know, there's – there's some talent. There's some decent talent there. Quarterback play. They have, you know, I know they get, they're a little bit in flux post Kelly, but, um, you know, uh, there's, yeah, I feel like this, like, I feel like Buffalo could make a run with a solid running back at this point. Maybe it eases in, in I know Rob Johnson's nightmare fuel for bills fans, but, um, it, it eases things up for Flutie or Rob Johnson. What you... I think if if we're looking at the AFC side of things, I honest to God believe that Buffalo is the best fit. For 99? For 99. For a trade in 99. Do they get past? And then, and then you follow that up, right? You get another year of Flutie, whatever. And then if he lasts a couple more years, you get Drew Bledsoe and Barry Sanders. And that's the difference. That team's probably going to a playoff. That team's probably making playoff appearances, and you have decent quarterback play. Do they get past Indianapolis in 99? Do you consider the 99 Bills with Barry Sanders? They lost to Buffalo. I mean, better than the the box score. They might have sat some starters. Um, Let's see if they sat any starters. Because the Buffalo did beat them in week. No, they did. They straight up beat them. And Buffalo we, beat beat their beat the shit out of their starters in week seventeen, and then they also lost to Buffalo in week one. Right, but it's not how you start; it's how you finish. <laughs> but also, too, I mean, you got to imagine that Buffalo's. You know, if you have a solid run game, you keep Peyton Manning out for the field. I know this team is pretty all star esque and and whatnot, but again, they did beat them when it count, you know, towards the end of the season, when that stuff kind of comes into play. And if you go into a postseason run where, where you have to play that team, not too long after that, well, momentum's on your side. So do they go on to, let's see. Let me go. Oh, I lost. Damn it. I lost the bracket. Oh no, I didn't. Uh, so they would beat that. Do they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars? Now that's a good question. That's a good question. I'm just, I'm just going through. No, that's fair. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't see Barry. I I understand. I don't see Barry going to Buffalo. Maybe because of Thurman, he does. But then I'm also thinking about the disarray of the team. Because you do have that struggle. This is my thing with the Bills, why I'm kind of like pushing back on you. Is once again, he's going to a situation where 
a quarterback position is unsettled and it's not because of the quarterback play. It's because of an owner. Right. So I don't know if he reads into that and he's like, what did I get myself into? It's quite possible that it's quite possible. My, my only argument against Miami is that Marino's ready to retire. That's, 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 that's where my head's at, but I have to, I want right. to believe that he's going to go a lot of places but he's probably going to stay away from the NFC because of how stacked it is at this time. Yeah. It's, it's very top heavy with Tampa Bay and St. Louis. I mean, right. And that's what I mean by stacked is that these two are the premier teams. Maybe you get through, but St. Louis has no need for them. All right. They have Marshall Falk, uh, Tampa Bay. They had a pretty solid run running core at that time. All stopped work done. He's not going there. If he wants to win a ring, I mean, he's, at least get the opportunity to make a ring. I think you, I feel like you have to go to the AFC side of things. I really do. Yeah. Cause I don't even think Minnesota, Minnesota's got Robert Smith still very good. Robert Smith's probably one of the most underrated running backs in NFL history. Very serviceable. Cause I'm just looking like, like you said, at the teams at the time, what it, I think we got to look at what is the perfect situation for him. Because I don't think he wants to deal with headaches. I mean, I I very little remember the 99 season. I don't but think the perfect situations all have the running back situation figured that's, out. That's at this the point. That's the crazy thing about this. Other than unless you go to a Washington, a Miami, uh, like you mentioned, Buffalo, who uh, Thurman Thomas is aging. Maybe that changes it. The only thing I could think of is maybe I don't see that happening though. Cause Falk went to the Rams in 99. But I think that that right, was he already, went from Indianapolis to, to, to the Rams. Right. Yeah. But I think that was already put into place. Like I was thinking maybe you swap out Marshall Falk goes somewhere else. Barry Sanders goes to the Rams but I think that was already kind of put in place because I don't know if Eric Dickerson's blowing smoke, but I saw an interview where he kind of piloted that trade between the two teams because he has relationships with them. Right. I don't, you know, I really, I mean, let's, let's take a look at everybody. Let's, let's take a look at playoff teams. Let's, let's do this. So, okay. And I get it. Well, should we look at this from a 1998 perspective or a 1999 perspective? I think we should look at so 1998 playoff teams. Yeah, look at the Jets. They got Curtis Martin. No, no. Okay, Dolphins ten and six. Like I said, that's it, it, it's possible, but yeah. All right, Bills ten and six, and that's... Bills ten and six in 1998. The leading rusher that year, you're right, was Antoine Smith. Yeah. Okay, eleven twenty four in yardage. And- and they just drafted him. Right. Around that time. Okay. Jacksonville, 1998. I'm pretty sure I know who this is without looking. Yes, it's Fred Taylor. All yeah. right. They're good. Don't need it. Tennessee, I know they're an 8-8 eight eight team. They're not, they, oh, they didn't go to the playoffs that year, but they have Eddie George. George. Don't need it. Denver. Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. All right. Yeah. Let's look at uh, Dallas in 1998. 
pretty damn good squad. Mitch Smith coming yeah, down. Wind it down a little bit. He's still he's still active, but wind it down a little bit. Emmett Smith. All right. Arizona. Adrian Mural. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe the Morrell. They have Jake Plummer in at quarterback, I think, at this time. Do you want to go to Arizona? No. I just nobody does. I'm, I'm, maybe now, <laughs> like I maybe now, said now. that. I'm thinking. I'm thinking 19. Like in this mindset of here. Actually, you know who is interesting? Minnesota is interesting. I don't think Minnesota. But you're right. But Detroit would not trade him in division. He would not trade him in division, and I don't think they would want to give up on Robert Smith. If you look at Robert Smith, Robert Smith's kind of a key integral part because Robert Smith in that offense could catch the ball. He probably had better hands. Than, he I'm he had better hands than Barry than Barry Sanders. That's I mean, fair. Barry Sanders not the big. Okay, so there is a team here that I think you're kind of missing. Green Bay is interesting, but again, not in division. Who are you thinking, San Fran? I was thinking San Fran. But the only thing is you got Garrison Hurst. And he's not that bad. Right. They liked him. He was a pretty much a he was a mad and cover athlete. Yeah. So there's really no perfect situation. I really think it's between I, Buffalo and Miami. And it's so I mean Hurst had a monster year in ninety eight. There's no way they're gonna move on from no. Barry Sanders. Any teams like close? I think that's what we're maybe, maybe the Patriots. Yeah, but they had Robert Edwards. Oh, right. no, but he got hurt. Yeah, but did he get hurt in the middle of 98 or 99? He got hurt after. So he got hurt after. He got hurt after. I Wait, was it 98 or was it 99? He tore the crap out of his knee and some. Uh, yeah. Okay, so he got hurt. Maybe the Patriots. Maybe the Patriots. I don't know. I think this is going to be one of those episodes where we disagree. Uh, his final destination. I I think I have no problem. Is, no, me neither. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Buffalo. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills. I just think it makes too much sense. They're a solid running back. You know, away. I know Antoine Smith is on the young side or whatever on the young side, but. Man, to have Barry and Thurman together, nostalgic. I feel like that's a move that Ralph Wilson would have pulled in a heartbeat. Um, the quarterback situation, as uncertain as it seems, it's still Doug Flutie's team, at least in the eyes of fans and I think many players. I think at that point in time, if you look at it in 1998, seeing what Doug Flutie at, you know, was doing in 98 and 99, I think... Think you as a player, you view that as Doug Flutie's team. Nobody could have predicted the Rob Johnson switch off in the playoffs. Nobody could have. I don't even think Wade Phillips could have predicted that one. Um, nobody could have predicted that move there. Oh. So I think it, it, you have to look at it from that. I, I think we have to look at it from that perspective. I think we do. It looks like Doug Flutie's team. He does some exciting things. He's mobile. He's very mobile. Um, he opens up the passing and the run game. Uh, and he's, he's actually a pretty prolific passer. He's done some cool things. I like the, I like the prospect of Barry Sanders and Buffalo to finish out his career. 
want to throw one in there, but I don't know if he'd go here. What about the Raiders? What are they at 98? Eight and eight. John Gruden. Pre-email. Yeah, but their look at their quarterback situation though. Like you can't you can't like you get Jeff George. Yeah, he went three and four as a starter in '98. Okay. (laughs) Donald Hollis was their big starter at four and two. Maybe you hold on, and in '99, now you're Rich Gannon. Yeah, but but does Barry Sanders know? Yeah, and Rich Gannon's coming in. I and that's the thing. If you're shuffling again, like I know the same could technically be said about several other teams on this thing. But if you're in a you're in a shuffling quarterback situation, it's a tough spot. That's a tough spot to be in. I think he's still going to Miami. Okay, so you say Miami, I say Buffalo. I think it's Miami because, from what I understand, he likes. He liked the weather. He liked everything. Oh, the else. weather's perfect. It, it's it's nice down there. He played in a dome his whole entire career. Uh, Miami will probably be willing to give up a bunch because Jimmy Johnson is there. So I think it's ultimately Miami. Okay. I think it's ultimately Miami. He probably looks at the Redskins and is like, nah. No, or that's my other. So if I got to do a top two, I would say it's the ones that we looked at. Dolphins, Washington, and wild card is is the Raiders. Okay. So, I mean, if you want to do one more that you think you would go to and then the wild card one. Buffalo, Miami. Um. Minnesota. Okay. Even though oh, that's the in-season trade one or the, the in-division trade, which that would definitely never happen. So scratch that Minnesota one. But I don't, it's your wild I don't card. Know. It's your wild card, though. I know, but I think it's very unlikely. It, it would be, I think it'd be the perfect fit. Man, can you imagine Barry and Randy Moss on the same? Chris Carter and, oh, my God. Yeah, I like the balance that they have. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I will not say I will not say them because I Robert Smith is so underrated. He's pretty cheap at this time too, but though, but so if you can kind of mix it up two two stud running backs. Yeah. Cause you would have that really good third down guy. Robert Smith. So underrated. He retired. He retired early too. Yeah. He only played like eight seasons, 93 to 2000. Yeah. I'm so, I don't know. A lot of, uh, it's a it's a cool one. It's definitely a cool one. There's a lot yeah. of potential, um, a lot of potential. But you gotta know, you gotta believe that Barry was firmly in the, uh, you know, it's it's ringer bust pretty much. He's got to mm-hmm. he's got to go to one of these teams that are that are competitive. So, um, but I think that's it. Solid yeah. episode. Solid episode. Maybe this is something we can revisit another time with some more um, I, information. Maybe to look at some other teams. I think we should. Uh, maybe look at Detroit, the impact if we did the trades. What impact would it have on Detroit? What players? Oh, yeah, you're right. We should no. probably finish up with that. Let's let's not we, we haven't looked at the Detroit aspect yet. Or 
Well, I don't want to spend a whole episode just looking at what it means for Detroit. Um, so, like I said, if um, I'm going to say the Dolphins, so we could just do our top ones. <sighs> so, 99 NFL draft. How much did they get Drew Blood? I guess see how much the Bills did got Drew Blood so far. Did the Bills get a have to send a first round pick to, to New England for that? Yeah, but it was the following year. But that okay. was like in 2000 and that's 2000 season. To be yeah, 2001, 2000, so yeah, I think it was a 2003 first round pick. If they go through with what I what I proposed, then I I I still think it it turns out okay. Would they have drafted, you know, what would they have drafted? I don't know. Uh, that's a whole, I mean, that's an entire rabbit hole on its own. So looking at Miami, they would have had, we'll say where they're at the 24th pick. Oh man. There's a lot of crap. I mean, who would 24th pick that year was Reggie McGrew. You know Reggie McGrew. Oh yeah, defensive tackle, Florida. I actually, because I was actually watching college football. Yeah, this is a pretty terrible draft class. Oh my goodness, this is like horrible. After you get out of the top, like, like top ten, top eleven, most of these guys did not last like five years. Ah man, what is? I'm trying to keep it within like what they got in the second round. Uh what are they looking to replace? I think they go maybe. Let me look at the ninety-eight Lions. I think that would be a little bit more helpful. Uh, ninety-eight Lions. You don't got much. You're looking to rebuild. Where do you want to rebuild from? Looking at starters. Maybe they want to go offensive line. A couple of tackles. They're a relatively young team. I'm thinking they're going offensive line or maybe defensive line. So, uh, I think they pick Aaron Gibson at that 24th because they also look like they traded back a couple of times and had the 27th. And that's when they go after probably Reggie McGrew. So that's who they get, and it's crap. And I'm going to say they get another first-round pick, and that they get they get Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's the player. They're like, we want him. This is the guy. Uh, Miami, where are they? they this is the... Uh, pick 23rd, and I think they go after, geez, my goodness. Um, Chris Hovan. So they try and get these two defensive tackles. No, wait a minute, not Chris Hovan because they already have Luther Ellis and they got Reggie McGrew and Luther Ellis was pretty damn good. Uh, 
what, what we got safety situation. Why are these drafts so bad? These are just horrible, horrible. Just like, like, we'll go Rob Morris, linebacker, BYU. Going to Detroit? Yeah. I think that's what they're looking at. Maybe to try and replace a Rob Fredrickson because I don't see any really great like safeties. Maybe Mark, it's either going to be. Okay. So the three guys I'm going to go with here is either Rob Morris, Keith Bullock, or Mark Roman. That those are the three possible and Detroit still sucks with running back Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I wonder if Detroit takes the Buffalo in 99 draft at Antoine Winfield. Who, so, uh, didn't see I, Pro Bowls until later in his career with Minnesota. I wonder if they take him. So, the only reason why I stayed away from corner, because I got it up still, they got Terry Fair, that's a rookie. He had his rookie year. He had a sack, no interceptions. Brian, Brian Westbrook is in his, uh, this would be, what, second year because it's not his rookie year. Uh, he had three interceptions. So I'm thinking they're like, yeah, we're good. We got a good foundation to build on. <clears throat> so who who did Buffalo draft at Winfield? Correct. Yep. What pick was that? 23rd. That's the 99 draft. He has a very, he's a very under, so it's nowhere different. <laughs> where they would have been at. Right. It doesn't affect anything. I think oh I mean, it's, this is just rumored that Detroit takes this, but again, it's not a great draft. I think that, you know, Detroit gets the possible capital to do something, whether they do something with it or not, that that's virtually yeah. unknown. If they do drafts and they're drafting that low, they just suck. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> So Detroit just still just sucks. I mean, they stuck with them and without them, so it kind of is what it is. But or Detroit, sorry, Jack. I know, but I think we hit it all. I think we hit it all. Yeah. Um, that is it, everybody. The uh, Barry Sanders, our little "What If Barry Sanders" episode. I hope uh, you know you guys enjoyed it. If you if you have any theories, like seriously, please reach out to us. Who they think you think they would have traded with? Um, we have one guy, John, who's awesome at, mm-hmm. uh, at sending us messages about possible what ifs. I want to give a shout out to John. I don't want to say your last thing because some people are, you know, don't, you know, care for that sort of thing, but, uh, we appreciate your messages. We love to take suggestions. We love to hear feedback. It literally makes us, makes us happy that people actually like what we're doing. So please continue to do that. But that's it, everybody. Thank you so much. And on behalf of Andrew and I, till next time, the two-point conversation is